Hi there, this is Marsha, and you're listening to Marsha and Her Mic. First of all, thank you, thank you, thank you for listening into this channel. I appreciate it, and if there's anything that you can take away from all my ramblings, I hope it has a positive impact in your life. After all, that's the purpose of me doing this podcast. There are so many reasons to stop doing it, but I only need one really good reason to continue doing it, and it is to reach out to people like you. So, today's topic is is about being a young mother. I speak from the heart and based on my conversations with my friends, acquaintances, as well as based on my research. Being a mother is tough. It's a really, really tough job, regardless of whether you have a boy, you have a girl, you have twins, or you have triplets, or with, with or without, or children with or without special needs. And of course, they each have their own set of challenges, some harder and bigger than others. But at the end of the day, is being a young mother tougher than being a mom who is older? Well, let's find out. But first, let me clarify that these are just my thoughts and my opinions, if any. <laughs> um, they are based simply on whatever experiences that I've had and materials that I've gone through. If you have different opinions and would like to share them with me, I'm all ears. So on with it. Okay, so now let's dive um, into the why and uh, a little bit of a background on um, teenage pregnancy as opposed to um, older pregnancies. Uh, and, but let's start with a little bit of a background for myself. So uh, I had my first child at the age of 26, shotgun, and I was deaf definitely not ready to take on the role of being the main caregiver of a crying bundle of human flesh. (sighs) I love kids, but being a new mother wasn't on the cards for me. Suffice to say, it wasn't on the cards for my then husband either. We went in winging it. I am now a mother of two gorgeous men in their 20s who adore the ground that I walk on. Or at least I think. That's what I would like to think. <laughs> well, um, okay, so I had a helper at home when my boys were little. Maybe at about, like, you know, my, my um, second son was just born. And uh, my elder son was probably about a year plus. So she was from Indonesia. And when she came over to Malaysia, she was barely 16. She was here for quite a number of years helping me out. And sometimes we talk about things. She shared with me that women back home, back in her home, um, they had kids even when they were teenagers. By the time she finally finally left home uh, for good, uh, she just entered her 20s. To her, that was too late. Her culture and tradition dictates that women who are into their 20s should already be mothers. To her, barely 20 at the time, time was running out. I was baffled, honestly, but I didn't question her, of course. But yes, I, it was intriguing. 
Apparently, however, this is not uncommon. Based on research, 35% of sexually active female teens become pregnant before the age of 19. Read that again. 35% of sexually active female teens in the United States become pregnant before the age of 19. And nearly 60% of them continue their pregnancy to the very end, which means that they do have the children, right? So in the case of my former helper, it was just tradition and culture. In other places in the world, the, the area of difference would be like, you know, beliefs about prevention of pregnancy, abstinence, contraception, the significance of being a young mother, and the support system the young mother would have after. The, the baby was born. This might sound kind of funny because like in many, many countries, um, there's a drastic drop in population. I, I cannot remember what countries they are, but uh, in some countries, um, the governments are probably like kind of begging people to have, to have children, have children, you know, but and, and things are changing. Um, women either choose not to have children at all or they choose to have children a lot later in life. Uh, and personally, I have relatives who choose to have one child, just one child past her 40s, which means that she gave birth around, um, if I'm not mistaken, 39, close to her 40s. And a friend had her second child at the age of 45. And it was a difficult one, let me just add. But it was all worth it because it was planned. So on the other hand, let's talk about adolescent mothers, uh, teenage parents. I wasn't a teenage teenager when I had my kid, of course. Uh, I was 26, but many surveys have, surveys have been done <laughs> and they conclude that teenage parents face similar ups and downs of parenting compared to other older parents. So... In a nutshell, it's not all that much different, you know, um, on the surface level, which means that if you have your child, um, whether you're 19 or you're 32, um, the challenges you will face as a parent is, is pretty much the same, you know, uh, being a mom and all. But while the challenges, uh, the ups and downs, remain the same, teenager parents may have a special set of challenges, obstacles. For instance, facing judgmental people, uh, if you're a single mother or if you're, you're uh, both you and your partner are teenagers. Society just don't look too kindly to teenagers who become mothers or fathers early on in their lives. And I think this uh, uh, applies across the board and no matter where you are. This is the kind of truth that I wish I had the power to change. But there are other challenges like supporting the child while finishing education, about not being able to live a quote-unquote normal life as a teenager, of juggling one thing too many for a mind that is too young and unprepared for such a monumental task. 
The good news is, of course, with the right planning and support, teenage parents can overcome these challenges, but they need help. Even at the age of 26, when I became a mom, uh, I needed all the support I could get. They say it takes a village to raise a child. And in my personal opinion, if you want to remain a balanced individual who have personal dreams and goals while raising a child, yes, we need the support. Otherwise, the child and the parent suffer. The truth of the matter is that a lot of mothers and fathers fall into high-risk groups where parents and children suffer both physically, emotionally, financially, and socially, actually. There are many organizations out there that are ready, you know, to help these new parents. And sometimes we're just not looking out for them, or maybe we're just too ashamed or regretful or prideful maybe to to look out and to trust those organizations to have our you know best interest at heart um when i was young i never knew they existed really not in my country anyway but i encourage new young parents to reach out to these organizations don't let the shame or regret keep you from asking for help. This is one of the most pivotal points in becoming a parent, asking for help. You know, um, yeah, it will make a difference. If not for you as a parent, for the child growing up, you know, um, poverty, malnutrition, pregnancy complications, emotional problems, substance abuse are all very common problems with parents who are not prepared for parenthood. The children raised by young parents faced uh, a greater risk of physical, cognitive and emotional problems from very, very early on. And knowing all that, we have to be prepared and pro provide adequate support to keep these consequences at bay. So the question is, what can we do or what should we do, right? Research suggests that children who were either raised by single parents or mothers or fathers think that what matters most to them, listen to this, is that what their parents do, not what at what age they had kids. So um, the children, even if you have your kids at 19 or 18 or 10 or 11 or 39 and or 45, it does not matter to them how old you had them. To them, the most important thing is for, for you to provide them with a safe refuge, a nurturing home, a warm, sensitive and responsive pillar of support. That's so amazing. So it doesn't really matter how old you have your child. It's what you do with your child or children that will make all the difference in the world. So what's it really important to your child is um, 
they do not see that you're faking it through am i saying this right uh, yeah because sometimes you know as a parent you know you tend to fake things through and think you try to make things sound oh is that a problem yeah no 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 that's no problem at all they can see through the fact that you're faking it <laughs> um yeah so the next point is that you know you need to work on a relationship between you and your young child if they have questions answer them if they need you be there if they doubt convince them if they need your help help it's just as simple as that it, yeah okay let me just qualify myself it's as simple as that but it's not really that simple to carry it out all right so young parents would also need to work on developing healthy relationships with other people in your life like with your own family members friends colleagues or even you know the group of people you meet every day in the park honestly this is something i've not done very well i wish i did young parents should also not be shy of asking for and accepting help of any sort be it financially or practical if your aunt can babysit your baby for the afternoon while you attend class do it if that extra four hundred dollars can pay for milk accept it teenage parents or young parents should not give up their you know their dream or goal of becoming something personally significant just because they had a child you know it could be something like you know um education education is one thing complete that i encourage everyone every single teenage parent out there to complete your education whether you like it or not you should have your basic education um, and if you have the funds or the means to pursue something uh, look out for it do it okay but if your dream is to start a cafe of your own or to become the best real estate agent do that as well I mean like you know um yeah uh, don't limit yourself you know in fact i think sharing your dreams with your child will help build his or her belief that challenges are meant to be overcome that dreams can become reality looking after yourself and sharing the responsibility with your children especially when they're older will help them become powerful people in the future at least that's what i'm hoping for um, I share a lot of things with my children and they know every single weakness that I have uh, and uh, yeah and they're they're in their 20s now and they're always willing to help you you will see a difference as they grow up you know when they're young you provide them with the support and when they're older they understand they will be your pillar of support.
So let's talk about what the biggest challenges of being a mom. If you if you're a mom yourself, I'm sure you you know it's not a walk in the park. Uh, it's not the kind of、uh, bed of roses that people try to show you on social media, in magazines, and all that.、Uh, yes, there are moments like that, but、uh, sporadically there will be really really tough moments. When I was a young mom,、um, I just didn't know it was going to be so life-changing, you know. And I'm just—I was really, really、um, taken aback. Everything in my life, the way I think, behave, respond to those around me, my relationships with my friends and my family members—it affected all aspects of my life. And it didn't help that I had a superwoman mindset too. Uh, and I didn't ask for help during my pregnancies and after their births. All pregnant women,、uh, let me just double emphasize this, need proper time to rest and you know get antenatal care. Your body has been through a lot, so don't think for a minute that just because teenagers are younger and stronger,、uh, they can handle it. No, I don't think so.、Um, Uh, please correct me if I'm wrong, but I think proper care is needed. And I wasn't really thinking about this、um, before、uh, I started diving into this topic, but pregnant women under the age of nineteen actually need extra, extra, extra care during pregnancy because on top of growing another human being inside their bodies, their own bodies are also still developing rapidly. They will also, you know, need help with parenting since it is just such a gargantuan change to their life. If it was difficult for women in the twenties or thirties, it is so much more difficult for teen parents. Pregnancy, pregnancy, and parenting are very emotional times, and you know we want to minimize the effect it has on the innocent children and the growing mom. When parents are not in the in the right mental and emotional space, the children will suffer. For instance, after having my first child, I didn't realize I was going through a very classic case of postpartum depression. Well, even if I knew I was going through PPD, there wasn't any help around around me at the time, and I wasn't going to admit it anyway. So yeah, but thankfully, despite having a colicky baby and suffering in silence, I came out of it fine. Well. Belly, but yes, fine. <laughs> This shows that、um, children are at risk physically, cognitively, and emotionally when,、uh, if the parents are not aware or they're ill-prepared or or are in need of help. I can only imagine the kind of problems a young teenage mother would face, and the kind of upbringing the children will go through without proper guidance. You know the confusion, the glaring accusation, the shame, the inability to deal with the responsibility—all of that may be too big for a young person to handle. So, if you, you, if you have a young mother in your family or in your community, or even as a friend, reach out and offer your help, or at least share your advice with them and let them know that they're not alone. I think that is so so important. So here are some of the advices that、um, I would like to share with young mothers out there.、Um, bear in mind, these are my experiences, and these opinions are based on my own journey as a mother. 
now that I have done my best as a mom, um, I would like to share some simple advice. So the first advice for you uh, from me is to not neglect yourself, your dreams, your studies, or your job. I did that a lot. And, and you know, I wish that I found a way to fit my dreams and myself, my own needs into my new life. I know it's going to be really tough. It's really, really difficult. I was a single mother who found a way to make money while raising two kids. Not perfectly because there are gaps in the way I parent my children as well. But you too can find a way to fit your dreams into your new life as a mom. You know, and second advice, very simple, sleep. There is to be no compromise on this. Sleep whenever you can, especially when your kids are sleeping. Sleep loss is a very common and normal experience for new mothers. I am no exception. I had a wake-up call one day when I almost got into a collision while driving my kids to school. It was a big, big wake-up call. Uh, and it was when I knew that the lack of sleep was putting me and my kids in danger. So talk to your doctor if you have problems sleeping. Because it, it may have something to do with postpartum depression as well. The third advice I would give is um, do something nice for yourself every day. The funny thing about being a new parent is that you will, you will want to give everything you have to your child. For my first child, I spent all my money on things he needed and don't need at all. All the spare time that I had, I would spend it with him. And thinking back, it bordered on it being an obsession on my part, I guess. I would tell new young mothers to, you know, block out some spare time on personal hobbies, friends, TV maybe, or just going out for a walk with your partner. Anything that will take you away from being a mom, a space to breathe and relax and be yourself. The fourth advice I would give is, people will judge. <laughs> it's reality. Uh, even before the internet, people will judge. Anyway, so if you've been on an online parenting forum or group, you will see that a lot of people are offering good advice. But there will be people who judge you. Don't overanalyze these comments or things people say to and about you. You have to trust yourself. Yes, you don't know everything there is to know about being a new mom. And people may judge you because you're young. But believe it or not, our maternity instinct is very, very strong. And most of the time, if you listen to your instinct, you're right. Not all the time, but most of the time, you're right. Everyone has their own journey as a mom and they differ. So everyone else's advice and input is are based on their opinion and experiences. So they're, they're all different. Number five is to be kind and understanding to yourself. You don't want to, to know how many times I've failed my kids as mom. Um, there were even moments where I thought I almost killed my kids my kids. These were the mistakes I would live with for the rest of my life. So yeah, as a new mom, you will make mistakes. But you know what, when when I tell my boys these stories, like they're 20 over years old now, we can afford to laugh about it now because I've learned from them. So 
be kind and understanding to yourself. You're a mom, not a robot. And the sixth advice I would give uh, new mothers is, babies and toddlers will test you. I believe my kids made me a better person overall um, because I've been tested so much that I know myself better now. But when they were young, you have to know that it is their job to test you because they're learning from everything around them. You know, they, they will learn how far can they go when you say no to them. If they whine, will you respond or shout? If they break something, what's the consequence? If they refuse to sleep, what will you do? You know, these are all the, you know, stuff that little babies and toddlers do to, you know, figure out how the world works, I guess. And the funny thing is that even after learning all of that, it changes as they age. Yeah. They'll find new things to test you on. Voila! (laughs) And the seventh advice that I would give is, you're actually doing a better job than you think you are doing. I know you feel like you're doing a shitty job or something, but um, really, not a day goes by to this very day that I think I did a shit job as mom. Seriously. Every single mistake or downfall, I felt that it was my fault. But here's the thing. If you're feeding, clothing, bathing, loving, and providing for your child, and they love you back, you're doing an effing good job. So don't let anyone else tell you otherwise. So that's it for me on this topic and I hope you had some takeaways. I really do. I really do. I'm always grateful if people found my stuff helpful. Even if they disagree with me, I appreciate the perspective because I'm not always right. Being a young new mom is a topic we don't talk about often enough and oops, (laughs) and yet it happens every day, everywhere anywhere in the world it is happening and we don't talk about it enough and like I said it is a life-changing journey and everything about your life will change and sometimes it's fantastic sometimes it's not that's life I hope you enjoy being a new mom and you will take on this challenge the best way you can leave me a comment or head over to my socials to reach out to me I would love to hear what you have to add to this So bye for now and thank you for listening. Love you. Bye.